Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Welcome to Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirsty Frugia, and friends. And this week, it's another solo episode by me. So welcome. Thanks for listening. This week, I thought I would chat about tips and tricks to keep your family organized throughout the week. This was a request made by Sarah in our Facebook group, and I thought it was a great idea. So I thought I'd come in and chat about that. Now, just giving you a heads up, it's probably going to be short and sharp because I'm not feeling very well today. And it's my last day to record to get this out on time. So I will do my best, but please let me know what you think of the episode. And if you've got any follow-up questions, and I will be sure to include them either on the Facebook group or in another podcast going forward. So thank you, Sarah, for the question. So here are some tips for me about how to keep your family organized throughout the week. My number one tip is to try to plan your week out. For us, that can often look like And I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but sitting down on a Sunday evening as we're having dinner and going through the week and thinking about what kid needs to go where, what parent's doing what, 
How many nights of the week are you out of the house? What does the day look like? And what does each day look like? I know for us in our home, like this week, we've got a parent out of the house every night this week. And so that requires a bit more juggling around and asking friends to help us with after school activities. And that was discovered <laughs> on Sunday night when we did this weekly planning session. So I love that as a tip to keeping the family organized and knowing which partner's going where and what kids need to go where instead of realizing at three o'clock in the afternoon that actually kids have got to go in two different spaces and places and you haven't organized that. And I want to acknowledge right up front that this can be very hard. Most of the things that I'm saying today can be very hard if you're neurospicy. And so there is no expectation of me that if you were neurospicy, that this would come easy for you or for other people in your family. So I'm going to give you some tips around how to make that work better for you. But with everything I suggest, please don't take this as the one and only way of doing things and that I expect everybody to be able to manage this everybody's unique, every household's unique, every family's different and neurodiversity within our person and within families complicates things and makes things just a little bit more complex. So please hear my heart for you and please hear my heart for everybody that these are just some tips that I'm giving out. You can take what you like and leave what doesn't work for you. So back to the weekly planning session, what can work for you to remember to do this is setting an alarm on Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon, whenever you decide for your family that that would work. So that reminder can go off and help you to make it more of a routine for you and your family. And then that way you can get ahead of the game by planning out what meals you might be having. So this is another thing that I'll be talking about is meal planning. But also, you know, if other people need to step up and help you to get kids to different activities, or if you need to just drop something that week and just say, sorry, kiddos, you can't go to your activities this week because we can't get you there or, you know, whatever that may look like. But that is definitely my number one tip in keeping you organized is to sit down as a family, or particularly as adults but as a family, ideally mapping out your week and seeing what's coming up and what needs to be attended to during the week. My next tip is having some routines in place. And that can look like daily routines, morning routines, afternoon routines, evening routines. It can look like planning your housework so that things get done. And as always, <laughs> what I say with habits and planning is having enough white space so that if something goes haywire, like you get sick, like I am today, that you can, <laughs> you know, ideally I would have recorded this earlier in the week so that when I'm sick today, I, it wouldn't have been done already. <laughs> but yes, so having routines and setting up a cleaning schedule and having white space in your schedule can help. Even with routines, do you set your clothes out the night before to help you in manic mornings? Can you help your kiddos get ready the night before? You know, do they need to look at their timetable? Do you need to remind them that it's sports day tomorrow, that they've got an assignment due tomorrow? You know, yes, we want our children to be independent as early as possible or interdependent as early as possible and to be responsible for their own schedules and their own, you know, what they have due at school and stuff. And 
as a loving parent, it can be helpful if you also not nag them, but you can help them with that, particularly if you suspect they have neurodiversity or if you have neurodiversity and it throws you out when they come to you at eight o'clock in the morning and say, oh, by the way, it's dress up day today and I need something. Can we go to Big W before we go to school? And you're like, uh, would have been helpful (laughs) to know this before eight o'clock. So yeah, routines are really helpful and it's easier to do when they're little because they tend to go to bed at similar times and they need dinner by a certain time before they turn into gremlins and can be harder to maintain or to implement the older they get. But yeah, having routines can help and having daily habits can help. And so what can that look like in your family? Does that mean that you expect everybody to empty out their school bags before they put them away? Do you ask them, are they prompted to do that? Or cleaning out their school bags having a set meal time or at least, you know, a meal time that you know changes depending on the after school activities. You know, for instance, our family, now that the kids are older, we're out more times a week than we used to be when they were little. And so we know that dinner sometimes doesn't happen until 8.30 in our house because of the time that we get home. But that doesn't mean that we don't expect the kids to then have a shower and get ready for the morning and stuff. So definitely recommend setting those routines and setting those routines as a family, taking into consideration neurodiversity in your home, if there is any, and the different things that are happening after school activities or, you know, as we're coming to the end of year, grade six graduation, which is happening for me tonight. (laughs) So having a look at that and, you know, this episode may be good to revisit again in January and February when you're starting the new year back at school for those in the Southern Hemisphere and wanting to set new routines. We haven't done this in our family very much because my kids are fairly, even though they're neurodiverse, are fairly good at getting themselves ready. But What can be really helpful is, as I mentioned earlier, is getting things ready the night before so that everything gets laid out and organized, whether that's in their own bedroom or if it's in a family room so that everything is ready for them. You know, and even before you go to bed, setting out breakfast or, you know, the breakfast dishes, again, that can be helpful for some families. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My next tip is doing meal planning and we've got a whole episode on meal planning. So I'll send you that way. I'll put it in the show notes. Planning your meals ahead of time will save you in this economic climate from running to Macca's on the way home or running into Coles or Woolies and spending another hundred dollars that you didn't need to spend this week going in and buying two things. (laughs) And so, yeah, meal planning, you know, and particularly in this economic climate, meal planning can really help you with the cost of groceries. You can look in your pantry and your fridge and your freezer, see what you've already got. And planning those meals around your after-school activities or nights when a hubby or your wife gets home late or your partner gets home late so that they're easy meals to prepare that night or whatever it works for you guys and your particular family recommend meal planning. And, you know, that can even look like, you know, having a list on your phone of easy meals that your family really love, you know, and that might be chicken nuggets. every night for some of our little people. And so you can be spontaneous, but you know that you've got the ingredients in your home. So definitely recommend listening to our meal planning episode. My next tip is assigning chores to your children and your partner. (laughs) Not that you should be assigning chores to them, but having a discussion about chores so that the burden isn't all on you. I know that most women in our society hold the vast majority of the mental load in most families. So how can you reduce your mental load? One of those ways is helping to divvy up the chores in your home. And yes, I just want to remind people that if you do have neurodiverse children to work on your ability (laughs) to not get frustrated with them when you have to remind them to take the recycling out for the fifth time that evening. From personal experience, I speak. So yeah, we've got a whole episode, not a whole episode, part of an episode on homeschooling. Beautiful homeschooling mum gave her us her tips on how to teach kids chores. And so I will also put that in the show notes. It's a great episode. Yeah, as I said, that portion of it and teaching your children how to do the chores and having the patience and the love and kindness to do that. I heard a great tip from somebody this week or last week was that she taught her eldest child how to do the washing, how to put his own washing on. And then it was his job to teach the next child how to put the washing on. And then it was that kid's job to teach the next child. And so I love that as a form of learning is you've learned it and then you get to teach. I think that's a brilliant way of instilling in kids' minds exactly how to do something. So that's another one of my tips on how to stay organized during the week is having other people in your family do some of the chores so that not everything lands on you. 
Okay, another big tip I give to lots of young families, and this doesn't so much work for when you've got older kids, but it can still work, is limiting commitments. So not necessarily signing your kids up to every after-school activity that they could possibly do. And even, you know, my daughter loves dancing, but we've limited it next year to that she couldn't be out every single night of the week because that was placing too much of a burden on the rest of us. And so that's just the choices that we've made for our family and that may not be right for yours. Again, take everything I say with a grain of salt and chuck out what you don't need. But yeah, also being mindful of overcommitting yourself to things, you know, having a look at your week and, you know, maybe cancelling on a friend and apologizing and rescheduling, you know, if you'd plan to go out for a coffee or a meal with them, but your week had gone pear shape. But also saying yes to some things that bring you joy, even if it means a little bit more chaotic for you, please, I would love you to do that too. Learning to prioritize ourselves and our own needs is also really, really important. And so I would never, ever encourage people to declutter the things that bring them joy over prioritizing other things. (laughs) Because I think if we bring ourselves joy, if we do things that bring us joy, then we're going to be happier and we're going to be more content and we're going to have more patience for ourselves and for other people that we live with. And so I think it's really challenging please hear me right. It's very challenging to prioritize yourself, but particularly, yeah, I think if you're anywhere close to my age (laughs) or older and you grew up with the notion of loving sacrificially towards others and completely sacrificing yourself in the meantime, that's not healthy. And so learning what it is that brings you joy and what's the right balance for you, because, you know, we can go out and spend lots of time with our girlfriends or do things that we love doing and then get stressed that things aren't organized in our homes. So you've got to find that right balance for you and nobody else can figure that out for you. So playing around with things, experimenting, you know, taking things on board and experimenting with what works for you and what doesn't can really help and is totally what I would recommend. I know something (laughs) that I forgot to mention is one of my favorite favorite topics is habits (laughs) and getting into habits, daily habits. I mean, I spoke about this in the routines as well a little bit, but yeah, just getting into the habit of putting things away as you find them or as you come in the door, getting into habits of, you know, looking at the mail and throwing most of it out, (laughs) Uh, dealing with school reminders and RSVPing to things as soon as they come in and just those micro daily habits that you can practice will absolutely help keep your home more organized. And again, this is a big caveat is if you are neurotypical and you find that easy, but even if you're neurodiverse, habits are something that you can work on. It just takes a little bit more or or a lot more effort depending on who you are. And so what can you do to help that? You can put reminders in your phone. You can get into the habit of like habit stacking. So putting things together so that you're reminded to do them. So creating habits that set you up for success can be really helpful. I know that that's what we do in our home 
dishes are done every night straight after dinner before we sit down. The kids are reminded to have showers. The kids are reminded to put their clothes in the laundry. The kids are reminded to put their bags away. The kids are reminded to take their lunch boxes out of their bags so that we can put their bags away. Yeah, so we just have some daily habits in our home. So that means that our home is really organized. And I appreciate that I only have two children. I don't have six. I do have a husband who works from home a lot and is very involved and very able to help and is very good at reminding the children to do the things that they need to do. And he's very hands-on. So I absolutely acknowledge my privilege. And again, this is never, ever, ever to make you feel shamed about your situation. It's just what is working for us at the moment. And as long-time listeners of the show know that I am naturally a red-hot mess and it takes effort for me to remember to do things and it's taken habits and creating routine in my world so that I remember to do things as well. So it is possible and I have hope for you, but that doesn't mean that neurodiversity doesn't have a challenging role. You know, it doesn't challenge the executive functioning of a lot of people who listen to this podcast. So I see you, I hear you, and I am here for you as well. So yeah, Sarah, I hope that's been helpful. Thank you for letting me do a short and sweet episode today when I'm feeling unwell. I will do my best to prioritize things better next week. So I'm not leaving this to the last minute. Yeah. So as has been my regular thing over the last couple of weeks is to really encourage you to look after yourself as well. You know, self-care is really important. Taking moments to breathe and to be present with yourself, taking moments to acknowledge what is working and what's not working in your family. I highly encourage all of that. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. Come over to the Facebook page, share your thoughts. I will not be offended if you were offended by this episode. I am tired. I am sick. My words aren't coming out just the way I want them. But hey, this is real life. This is real Kirsty, And I really hope that um, something's been of use to somebody. <laughs> Until next week, I hope you're feeling better than I am and have a wonderful week and I can't wait to be back in your ears again next week. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.